1: Hi, this is Rahul Rudi. Today is April 20th. The time is about 4.30 p.m. Rudi New has been conducting conference calls from past 10 years. And if you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please put your camera on and you let our team know that you're a newcomer.
2: Attila, Yes. Um,
3: so my question is about my hedge fund transfer. Um, I currently work for employer A, and I have an offer from B. So once they apply for H1, will my, the first one become invalid, or can I still work on that in the notice period? And I wanted to get more clarity on that.
1: If your company B applies for H1B, you can continue working for company A. Absolutely no problem. But you cannot work for both the companies, though. Yeah. Unless they file a concrete. So let's say, for example, um, the company B files a H-1B and let's say May 1st, okay? Yeah. And you are working, you give a notice, you give a notice to company A um, saying that, you, you give a notice to company A saying that I'm leaving in May 15th. Can you continue working on May f- until May 15th, even though company B filed a H-1B? Yes, yeah. absolutely. You can continue ma'am.
3: Okay. And even though the approval notice has, uh, let's say, April 30th's date, right? For uh, a company B, that is still okay. Uh,
1: yes. Even though it says start date is May 1st, mm-hmm. as long as you don't join the company, you're good.
3: Okay. That sounds good. Thank you. Next person, please. Heropathy.
4: Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Uh, I have my IM40 uh, in EB3 category. That's my original I-140. It's not downgraded one. And I'm working for the same employer. Will there be any mm-hmm. issue uh, if my employer will file new perm for EB2 category?
1: Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You'll be okay. fine. Thanks, Rahul. And you should. Okay.
5: Yes, yeah, sure. Thank you.
2: Next
5: person, please. Naveen. Hey, hi. Hi, Rahul. How are you? Ra- Raul, good, I, Yeah. Thank you. Rahul, uh, I have the one question. I filed the EB3, then EB2 to EB3 I downgraded. Then again, I applied the EB2 category because it retrogrades and its current end. But recently I got under EB2-1, which went to MSE. I got the RFE regarding the, my date of birth. Even though I actually, I have, original my data birth certificate, which is registered in the month after I born. And then I got the issue, the issue date is the 2016. And whenever it gets issued, it will be there. But the birth date is correct. And the registered date is within the one month, but they, I got the letter. You have submitted the secondary evidence, the birth affidavit as proof of your birth record. The applicant, however, the evidence you have submitted is insufficient. So, the question is, I submitted birth certificate and also uh, notary, two affidavits. So, they did did not look into it. Okay. So, what can I do for this one? So, do I need to send again the birth certificate or? uh... Not only birth certificate, Hmm? I want you to send Aadhaar card, PAN card, anything that you can have it, okay? Okay. Don't
1: tell me I don't have Aadhaar card, okay? There are other cards you may have. Yeah, I have the the Aadhaar card.
5: yeah. Sorry. Exactly. Sorry, Rahul. Just be, I, I have, I sent the, uh, I got the municipality from the commissioner. I got the another affidavit of the certificate and also I got the birth certificate and also SSC memo, all the documents.
1: Yeah. Send all of them. Okay. Other card and everything. Thank you. Thank I you. I send sir. a list of all the cards you can collect. Next person, please.
6: Irija? Hey, hi, uh, thank you all for taking the call. Um. So, uh, I was with the employer A and uh, for six seven of years. Um, uh, my, uh, I, 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 we filed for EB2 and EB3 both. And, uh, and during 2020 flow, we applied for EB3 and uh-huh. uh, 485 also, uh, concurrent filing. Of course. And, uh, I got my EAD and all. I left the uh, employer A um, after uh, 12 months of filing. Um, now, uh, my employer uh, obviously he has withdrawn the uh, 140s EB2 and EB3. Now, as uh, EB3 got retrogressed and the EB2 is forwarding, um, so I'm planning to um, go with my employer A as a future employee. Uh, employee. So, would that be possible? Like, uh, uh, but you
1: said not... that you said that the previous employer has withdrawn yeah. the EB2 application.
6: Yes, sir. Yeah. He, he has so they uh,
1: have they have to refile the I-140 application. Then you can interfile with EB2 if you want to. Uh, yes.
6: Yeah. So I in the new for the new employer, I have already applied for EAC 21 for um, uh, 85J. So mm-hmm. can I interfile still like, can I interfile with the um, Yeah,
1: yeah, you can you can do that with EB2, but your company has to file an I-140 and get it approved before you do that.
6: Okay. I mean, is the uh, receipt number is enough or uh, do I need to get approved? No,
1: I would recommend that you get it approved.
6: Approved. And uh, um, so as a future employee, uh, I can apply. It, you right? can.
1: Uh, you can. Next person, please. They're asking the same question again. Sorry about that.
6: Vijay?
4: Hi, Raffle. Um, this is Vijay. How are you? Good. Good. Um, <clears throat>
7: So we filed a EB3 downgrade um, and we got EAD and everything. My priority date is uh, October uh, 30, 2013. Since uh, um, the filing date is current um, and the final action date is not current yet. And also there are a lot of predictions
1: going on, you know,
7: dates may retrogress in-
1: Guys, 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 I, I, I know all the things only tell your story don't tell me what's a priority it is current what's not okay i have a little bit of knowledge believe me okay so what would you advise like do the interfile or uh, new filing that's a very tough question we get those questions very much i if you have any questions whether you want to do interfiling versus refiling please watch this video it's a 20 minute video you can make a decision afterwards okay okay And please watch our videos every week. You'll be in a better shape. Until you get the green card. Then you can get rid of me. Next person, please.
8: Raj. Hey, good afternoon, uh, Rahul. Uh, So in short, my wife's uh, H4 and my son's H4 extension got denied. Uh, We are assuming it is because my wife went to Mexico for visa stamping, H4 visa stamping. And my son did not go, but still his extension is also got denied.
1: Because they are filed together. When is your, how old is your son?
8: A 10-year-old.
1: Okay. And um, when is his zineate for expiring or expired?
8: It expired last month, sir. March 13th.
1: Okay. You can file something called non protunk case though. Saying that, hey, you know, I am a 10-year-old. I am not at fault. It is either my dad's fault, my mom's fault, the lawyer's fault. Radean Neiman's species fault, but not my fault. Okay. So please excuse me and grant me the H4 status. They will normally. And if like, they don't also, it's not a big deal. He's under 18. He's not accumulating the unlawful presence.
8: So what about my wife, sir? She's in legal status now because... Uh, you, you said you said that she got the stamping and came back with the I-94. But later it got denied, right? I heard some
1: last action... No, rules. no, 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 no. Last action rule is not applicable. She's fine. Okay.
8: Yeah, so I, I need, I have a lot of other things going on, sir. My, I, I need consultation. I, right
1: now, right now, your wife is completely safe. Your, your son needs to be filed. You can file online H4 application or you can use somebody else's services. You can even drop an email to us. We will be able to serve, but there is nothing there for consultation on this
8: aspect. But if you want something else, that's fine. Your, so, your son is not in danger in any way so actually my wife is going to india for h1 stamping her she's working on h 4 EID and her employer filed h1 in 2020 quota um, you know she, she her uh, yeah income. you
1: then that's a, that's a different issue you can consult me privately okay next yeah. person please. my yeah. my colleague will give a link okay next person please yeah i don't know why she's going to india why can't she apply for change of status here um, we actually are going to release a video that you need to watch. We're going to release it on Thursday. Watch that video, and if you still have consultation, you 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 make a consultation. We're going to release one on Thursday. Next person, please. Sorry.
3: Satya. Ad.
2: Ad.
0: Yeah.
7: Hi. Uh, so I, I just want to know if uh, if you are working on EAD and and if uh, four eighty five get denied, can automatic uh, revalidation is still well uh, can be applied with valid H one B approval?
1: Depends on the why the four eighty five has been denied. Uh Okay. Um,
7: i mean I'm if just, it's
1: for it has been denied because you fake the you faked uh, you fake the degree certificate then no uh for it has been denied you have murdered somebody then no so uh, we need to know the reason for it i
7: mean um, there is Next no percent.
1: yeah there is no denial well, but if but, it is you said if it is denied
7: is right so i want to know the reason yeah, no the reason i'm asking uh, if i want to work on ead for uh, so is it is it safe to assume, assume that
1: I, I i personally myself though I've worked on EAD. I was an immigration lawyer. I went to for interviews with people like you, though. The guy asked me, Rahul, when did you get the green card? You know what I told him? I will tell you after the interview. After the interview, I told him, I just had only EAD. Yeah. Can I, <laughs> I didn't can tell I him speak? before. Because if yeah. I tell him before, he will run away from me.
7: <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Can you work on EAD with multiple employer? Absolutely. And uh, do, do you have to let... Uh,
1: Employer, no, no, you don't need to let the other okay. employer know. You're under no obligation to do so. No, no. Okay. I meant to say
7: the employer who filed your H-1B, you we, you have validated the
1: them. The green card and all those things. No, you don't have to let them know.
3: Okay. Thank you.
1: Next next person,
8: please.
3: Bhargavi? Uh, hi, Rahul. Yeah. So I my I am working on H four EAD right now, so mm-hmm. uh, it's expiring in twenty three June. So last year, uh, I mean, last time when I contacted you, uh, uh, it was a different situation, and you had uh, because I didn't get my H four EAD at all for one and a half years. I was on break because of long H four delay, and afterwards, I got my Go EAD ahead, later. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, like, uh, do I need to apply for the next renewal as soon as possible? And uh,
1: when is your EAD expiring, you said?
3: 23 June.
1: And does, when is your husband's H1B expiring? Same. 23 June of, you mean
3: to say
1: June 2023?
2: Yes, that's right.
1: Um, your husband can only, up, you can't apply for the EAD extension right now. First year. Husband that's needs right, to apply that's, right. that's why years.
3: I wanted to ask you if there's any other way, because he can apply only before six months.
1: There's a trick there. There's a trick. Okay. Okay. Maybe his salary is increased by $5. They can file an amendment plus extension. Okay. In that way, you come across, then you can avoid the uh, 6 months rule. That's one way. The second thing is that unlike before though, Right now, the law has changed. So your husband can apply for the H-4 in advance, um, H-1B and H-4 in six months. And there are ways where you can extend the EAD by 180 days after his H-1B is approved by going to Mexico. I want you to watch this video. So there are two tricks. One, you can try amendment this extension. They can file it right now because it's expiring in June 2023. And they can file from now onwards, all the way to to three years, which is 2025. That's, but if the company is not willing to do it, you do this other trick. I know that company may not be willing to do it. You do this other trick, but I tell you. Okay. Okay. Watch the video. Next person, please.
2: Uh, Nitin?
1: And ma'am, you will be better off if you watch this video. Nitin, go ahead. The things were not there before, when I spoke with you a long time before. Nitin, go ahead. Hi uh, Raul, so uh, 2012
9: uh, both dates are current. Uh, two I 140s, EB3 and EB2. Uh, they filed August 2021 and EB3 because that was current then. Then uh, January 2022, they uh, they did they did not file two applications, companies against it. So they did the uh, interfiling. Interfiling.
10: Mm-hmm.
9: Yep. Now, uh, just yesterday I got an email saying that the uh, this one has moved, my file has moved. Yesterday it was a very generic email today. Uh, in the just about 30 minutes ago, I said, uh, it says the office now has juris, jurisdiction over your case. So, I mean, I'm in New Jersey. So the local field office is somewhere close by, uh, number one question, when will my 180 days like kind of get over because now the EB2 they filed, right? January, 2022 they applied. So six
1: months is, for the I-485 is, uh, uh,
9: July. So July, right. That's one second thing is. Now uh, it is. I don't. It's been almost eight months. I don't have an EAD or an AP. Uh, I think which is I
1: don't know if it's normal.
9: Yeah, I think yes. But I just want to get. And then uh, now I think now it's moved to a local field office. You think by September we have any chance? It's Already been.
1: Anybody's guess, buddy. Anybody guess? <laughs> um, so why, why? When did you file the four eight five?
9: You said four eight five. First time we filed it in August twenty twenty one for EB three.
1: Then we upgraded to EB two. I got uh, it, I got it, August 2021. 2, okay, and and what's your field office name though? Newark, I think.
9: I'm in Edison area. area.
1: Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the, the processing estimate time is, says anywhere between 13 months to 26 months in Newark right now. Yeah. So you never know when you want to be adjudicated. But now
9: but, at least EAD should come, right? It's been eight months, six months.
1: Ah, no, <laughs> you never know. Know. Okay. it's taking anywhere between two months to 18 months to get an ERD right now. Wow. Next so by person,
9: after July, I can do I can switch jobs. Either
1: way. Yeah, you can switch jobs. But you have to file the H1B if you don't have any ERD. Yes. Next person, please.
2: Samya. Hi Rahul. Uh,
3: this is regarding please. I applied for initial OPT and I got RFE and I responded back with the requested documents in November. So mm-hmm. till February end, I did not get any updates stating at least documents were received. So mm-hmm. then again, I resend my documents in March. Till mm-hmm. today, there is no update. My first question is, is there a way to expedite my case? And
1: First of have... all, when you file the response in November though, didn't the USCIS website says that it's been received? Did it, yeah. did it say it or it did not, not say it? it?
3: It did not say it.
1: So it's still archive. Now, does it say that it's been received?
3: Yeah, but when I called to the customer care, they said some documents were uploaded, but in the case tracker, I'm still seeing that request where documents were sent, but not received.
1: But online, <laughs> what does it say?
3: Uh, Still same request for documents were sent, but not received.
1: So you sent it in November and you send it in February. Still, it says that it's not received. So when you chat with Emma, did you call the uh, 800 number?
3: uh, Yes, yes. one customer care number.
1: Call them and ask them. What did they say?
3: Uh, Yeah. uh, Again, what happened? I called them like three. I opened three service requests but there is still no luck and they placed in the queue for the Tire 2 officer.
1: So, did they tell that they received the rf response or not?
3: Yeah, just second time when I resend the ma'am, documents.
1: Ma'am, ma'am, when you say, yeah, you mean to say yes or no? Yes. Okay, they received the rf response when? Did they tell you which date? Yeah,
3: yes. Uh, when no, I ma'am, 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 ma'am,
1: don't use the word, yeah, please.
3: Okay, when I resend my documents in March, they said that March 18th, my documents were received. And today okay. itself, again, in the online portal, the status changed into documents were received today, April 20th.
1: Uh, yeah, that sometimes happens though, because even though it has received on March 18th or 20th, it, it, it they still say it's been received right now. You can ignore that.
3: Okay. My question is like, is there a way to expedite this case?
1: I don't know if any expedited. Everybody wants in the United States want to expedite, ma'am. So if there is something real emergency that, let's say, for example, there is a rocket that needs to be moved from California to uh, Florida and you are the only person that can fly the airplane and put it on top of the uh, rocket will be top and then you can. That's the only thing I can think about.
3: My second question is how long?
1: Uh, Can you unmute her? Go ahead, ma'am.
3: Yeah, my second question is, how long can I stay in United States legally?
1: You can stay here until it's been adjudicated. You can stay here until they adjudicate. Okay. Okay. Next person, please.
3: Krishna?
11: Hi, Rahul. Um, my wife's H4 EAD is valid till October 11, 2023. And recently, we applied for adjustment of status and uh, she got a different uh, alien registration number that's not on her H4 EAD. So mm-hmm. she actually start, uh, she she got a new job offer, like a full-time offer, and she's, she's going to start working on in a couple of days. At this time, can she work because,
1: or is there any relationship between um, the two oh, aliens? Any- ignore, the, ignore the A number. Though. Don't get confused with the A number. It has no meaning for it. She okay. has an EAD under Adjustment of Status. She has an EAD and under, under H4. So she can work on H4 EAD. Absolutely okay. not a problem.
11: Okay. And uh, we are filling out the I-9 form actually for her new employer. Um, we have three options to fill out. One is alien registration number. One is I-94 and one is foreign passport number. Can I yes. just give the foreign passport number to her? That's it? good
1: enough. That's good okay. enough. Okay. All right. We don't have to give the H4 EAD number, right? Alien number, yeah, you don't have to. Okay. And if you give also, it's not a problem. I don't know why people just ignore the A number guys. It doesn't have, you can give it. It doesn't have any meaning. I don't know why people get confused. Okay. Thank you. Next person,
2: please.
12: Hi Rahul, my name is Suchender. My H1 got picked for this year, um, for 2023. And my employer is about to send the application. And at the same time, he's uh, uh, he told me that he's going to apply for the perm, PERM as well. Since I'm on uh, F1OPT, can I start uh, my PERM application before getting the H1 approval?
1: Absolutely. Your employer is God. Yeah. Your know. employer is God. Believe me. Yeah. You're, you're, whoever your employer is, recommend that guy to everybody. And he's feeding, even if you don't know, he's advising you very good. Not many people do it. That's the best way to do it. He's a very good, stick with him for a long time. And recommending all other people, all your friends to this guy. What's the company's name
6: anyway? It's a WilcoSource LLC. Okay. Santa Clara.
12: Yeah. And one more, one small question, uh, uh, Rahul. Uh, I I heard that since uh, I'm on F1 OPT, it's a student visa. And uh, he's applying my immigrant visa in F1
1: OPT only. Will will there be any lawful uh, like that? No problem. No problem. Okay. No problem. Thank you. Thank you. Next person, please.
2: Aditi. Hi, um,
13: uh, this, yes, sir. So, my wife has a H-4, and she needs to travel to India in May for an important occasion. However, when is her the H-4 re- expiring? Her, ex- her H-4 has expired. Did you file an extension? I mean, her H-4 has expired, but. You know, we have a, yes, we, we we have, we got an I-94 also. When is the I-94 expiring? Uh, The I-94 is expiring sometime in 2025, but she needs to travel to India. But the thing Mm -hmm. is, um, you know, since her visa has expired, the stamping has expired in March. The visa appointment we are getting only in December. Can she travel to Mexico or Canada to get a stamping done? She can. If they allow the third country nationals, you can. Um, but then I go to the Mexico website, it says um, only domestic residents are yeah, allowed. As I said
1: to you, yeah. If they allow the third country nationals, you can. If not, then you cannot. Some of the consulates said sometimes they will allow the uh, third country nationals in the Canada and Mexico. Some of them don't. If they don't, they will not. Okay.
13: Uh, okay. Any any other country that you recommend uh, that we could
1: go on? Or... Most of the countries don't allow third country. Don't, I, don't know. Okay. Yeah, I heard somebody said some other country. I don't know which country it is. But uh, the best thing is that when you make an appointment, you keep checking, you keep checking, you'll get an appointment there in India.
13: Yeah, I've, I've, yeah we have gotten an appointment, but that's in December. So we are trying to reschedule. That's taking the long okay.
1: time. Yeah, you can keep trying it. Next person, yeah. please.
3: Narayan?
14: Hi, Rahul. Uh, good afternoon. So I have a question regarding I-140. So I have approved I-140 from my previous employer and I joined new company uh, that is a recent... What's agenda. the
1: priority date?
14: So, so, pre priority date is uh, 2021... Sorry, 2020 November. Mm-hmm. 2020 November is the priority date. And I have okay. remaining three years uh, out of six years H-1B. Suppose When H-20, was, the I- when was the I-140 approved? I one forty approved on July July twenty twenty one. And you moved the com- you moved to company. We when. Uh it's uh, less than less than uh, thirty days. So somewhere in March, okay. Yeah, uh, March t- t- 28th, Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, it's uh, six months completed. So from the date, my yeah, I-140 that's what I was covering. Oh, yeah. Go ahead with your question. Yeah. So now if my new employer, uh, I'm not going, I'm not going to uh, file a new H1B, sorry, new I-140 with my new employer. So mm-hmm. can my new employer file, sorry, file for extension, H1B extension with my old I-140? Yeah, absolutely. he can do that. Okay. So what if my previous employer uh, removed that post like uh, that? We withdrew the, the I-140. That's fine. We are already assuming he's going to. Okay. It won't affect you. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. And you can move from company B to company C using company as I-140. Oh, okay, but still uh, so company C also can uh, use the same I-140 to file H1B extension after six years.
10: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: You're right.
14: Yeah, yeah. Thank, thank you very much. Next person, please.
2: Ranti.
1: Hey, Ragul. Uh,
4: good afternoon. Thanks for taking the call. Um, my case scenario here is my priority date is uh, December 5th, 2014. And my current employer says he has filed only an EB3, so he can't do anything. So I'm looking out for options here.
1: Well, you can find some other company and file an EB2 for you. You can move to another company, but that's going to be a gamble because it will take about one and a half year for you to get an I-140 approval. So you'll have to make a choice whether you want to stick with the company uh, and wait for it or you're going to join some other company that's going to file an EB2.
4: Uh, can I reach out to my previous employer? I believe he did not. Uh, he has still the I-140 approved in this, the previous employer. With the previous employer, can I go and check with him? Because I have I-140 approved from previous employer, which is in on EB2.
1: Yeah, D- Why did not you check him in October of
4: 2020? Uh, no. My, uh, uh, so I was not expecting because
1: this numbers will be so fast. With the well, wait, EB2. wait, wait, wait. Your prior to date, was current in october 2020
9: for
1: eb3 uh my priority date is 2014 december 5th in november they moved back right they did not wait. in october of 2020 it was current under eb3 your previous employer could have filed a downgraded application file of 485 for you in 2020
4: but my current employer at that time, uh, he filed for perm and you know labor, so I was just waiting. Who cares? You should have gone to the old employer at that time and filed for
1: 8-5. Okay. Ma, I missed that train. Like, so what are my options now? Like, Well, go contact your old employer. What is your I-140 number? Can you check online to see if it's been withdrawn or not? Uh, No. Uh, I did not know that. So can I check that?
4: I did not know that information. You just go online and check it, buddy. Okay. Yeah, uh, so what are my options? So I need to check with my previous employer if it's okay. Can I do
1: multiple jobs like one
4: employer, current and the previous employer? Uh, yeah, you, you
1: you don't even have to join the company though. You can you can okay. file the for even though you're working for company B. The company A has many different options though. You may want to file the freedom of information. There are a lot of different options that you have. And I want you to watch this video. We made it for 10 minutes, okay? And if you still have any questions, Uh, you should should contact the old employer.
4: Right. But I would like, last question is, I would like to take a private consultation. Is there anything available? My team
1: will send a link to you. My team will send a link to you. You can make a private consultation. But you you will be at the mercy of the old employer. Okay? Yeah. That's the only option I have. right? And you should use that option. Next person. Yeah, I'll do. Thank you.
10: Sunny? Uh, hi, Rahul. Thank you so much for taking the call. Uh, I have my, what do you say, EB2 and EB3 I-140 approved. And I've got get? my uh, August 2013. And I have, I'm currently in, I downgraded to EB3. So my I have an offer from another company. So my first question is, if I interfile, then I, with my current company to EB2, then I need to, do I need to wait 180 days before I can move to a different we company?
1: We don't know where they came with this 180 day rule though. So I, I check that. At this point of, Sunny, yeah, go ahead.
10: I, I checked with my lawyer and she sent me a snippet of, of, of chapter eight or something which states that, you know, you need to have 180 days or something.
1: I know what the USCIS said on the website, but we don't know where they came for that rule though because the so law check, doesn't say that
10: because i checked with my the new employer they said they will only port me in eb3 aos they won't do a uh, eb2 at all so i'm trying to figure out if i can actually interfile an in eb2 and if i don't need to wait they either yeah, way i, I, I would
1: i would say that if you interfile an in eb2 right now and you move within 180 days you have 50% chance you will get stuck with eb3 and okay. when you move to the different company, I'm suggesting people under your circumstances to not do 485J supplement until six months have passed after you file the 485J supplement to move from EB3 to EB2. So,
10: I'm sorry. So I so the new company shouldn't do 485J. Right. So then they can, so that means I'm just doing H1B renewal, I mean transfer.
1: No, I didn't say that if you have EAD, you can still use the EAD.
10: Okay. So I can use, I can go in EAD and then after six months I can tell the new company to interfile an EV2.
1: Right. Because you don't want you don't want the USCIS to alert that you get another 485J supplement within six months after you file the first 485J supplement. That's just a strategic we are adopting right now.
10: So, so current company I can upgrade it to EB two, correct, and then move an EAD to the second company.
1: That would be, but but would be in a. I would suggest you do that thing. Otherwise, you'll be getting stuck with EB three.
10: Okay. Okay. Next person. Okay. Dip.
9: Hey, hi Rahul. Uh, Just a quick question. Uh, Can I create an LLC for some real estate investment? Uh, Do I was reading online. Do I need to be like a passive investor? Is there any restriction? Uh, but, will it affect what my is your skills? visa status? Though? Yeah, in H-1B, B, I 140 approved. But, you know, prior to Are they, you they
1: going to create, are you going to be active or passive investor
9: So it will just be LLC in my name and that LLC no. will basically...
1: Um, I do not want out. you to have on your name. Let the LLC manager be somebody else. And if you want to passively invest in it, Okay, you can.
9: Okay, so it's advisable not to create LLC in my name. Okay. Mm-hmm.
12: Okay. Got it. All right. Thank you. Ash. Hi Ram. Thank you for the opportunity. I have a question. I last weekend I got a US district court violation. It's a federal ticket for $280. Uh, do you hear me?
1: Yes, what is that for?
12: So you, I received the U.S. Uh, District Court violation notice. It's a federal ticket. It's for unsafe what is operation. Uh,
1: unsafe sorry, operation
12: what? operating a motor vehicle in a manner which unnecessarily causes it, like failing to maintain the degree of control. It's CFR 36 4.22 B3. CFR uh, 36 4.22 uh-huh. 36.
1: 36.4 four is one or uh,
12: C F R space three six uh-huh. space
1: four point two two uh, bracket B. Uh, but, but, but one of the thing is that is it why is that it's coming from the federal court though?
12: Because uh, I just rolled over my car in the Death Valley last this weekend.
1: <laughs> Where in?
12: Uh, in Death Valley National Park.
1: Ah, it's okay. Not federal. a big deal. Just, just pay the money, and what's it's not going to cause any problem.
12: It's two hundred eighty dollars. I'm thinking, like, uh, do I need to mention anywhere in DS uh, DS one sixty four eighty five anything?
1: No, no, no. You're good.
12: Because they say it's gonna come up on my background checkup or something. No, sir. You are
1: good. You don't need to mention anywhere.
12: So I it's just a traffic uh, violation under
1: five hundred dollars. So you're good.
12: Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you so much.
1: Next person, please.
2: Josna? Hi, Rahul Garu. Thank you so much for hosting this event. Um, I wanted to find out I'm on H1 and my company filed for my H1 extension along with my husband's H4 and EAD extension. After that, we went to uh, for stamping and then got stamping done. So his new H4 is valid until 2025 and his current H4 EAD is valid until 16th of June of 2022. So uh, should we refile the H-4 EAD?
1: No, no. You said to me that at the time when you file the H-1B, you file H-4 plus EAD together, is it right? Yes, correct. You're under no obligation to file an EAD again. He's automatically extended until December of 2022. Do we have to... continue working.
2: Sorry. Uh, Do we have to send the stamped papers to the USCIS?
1: That's up to you if you want to send it or not. To update them, it's up to you. But irrespective of, he can work until December of
2: 2022. And the H4 EAD will be valid? I mean, will they even deny it based on that H4 is... They won't,
1: bit... they, won't de- they won't deny it, ma'am.
2: Thank you so much.
1: And the next and last caller, if you have any more questions, guys, please put in the chat. And if the questions are three lines, um, I will try to answer it, though. If, they, if I can answer in one line. I'll take the last caller today.
2: Raju?
15: Sir, can you hear me? Yes. Hello, sir. Uh, the thing is, I have a priority date of uh, November 2011 with employer A. Mm-hmm. And uh, two years back, I moved to employer B and they applied my perm recently. And it got into an audit. Uh, the audit says that general employer check about uh, their advertisement and those kind wait, of Wait, wait,
14: wait. You, you filed a for
1: 8 fair or not?
15: No, because I moved to employer B, so they restarted the process again. Okay. So I'm a
1: Did you contact the employer A to file the 485?
15: Yes, after I got the audit uh, uh, with the employer B, I contacted what are you doing all
1: these days. <laughs> okay.
15: Because uh, in now. Okay, anyway,
1: what, I, so what What was your employer saying now? Old
15: employer. My old employer is okay if I want to come. So Take it. Take it. Okay, just wanted to make sure there are no issues if I go back. No,
1: and... as long as the I-140 is not withdrawn, take it and
14: go.
15: Yeah, the I check and this... it and go. yeah, I check the status, I-140 is still there. so.
1: You go, sir, you go, sir, there's okay. nothing better. I
15: okay, want you to watch you. this
1: video that I send it to you.
15: Thank you, thanks a lot, thanks.
1: Okay, I'm going with the questions here. My husband's LLC is under his name, he's an H4 ed is it a problem? No, H4EAD guy can have a, H4EAD can have LLC, that's fine. Um, the other gentleman was H1B, that's the reason I said it's a problem. I am on H4, H4 is pending. Recently my dad filed 485, it is current under EB1. After biometrics, can I travel to India? Will it affect my 485? Um, I'm assuming you're still under 21 Tushar um, and it will not affect your 485, but they may, they may deny your advance parole and and you can still file the 485, uh, you can file the advance parole after you come back. You can still travel, I don't see any problem. You just have to file advance parole again. Uh, Bargavi, my brother has got a marriage proposal. The girl has done masters in USA and got H1B recently. After marriage and after application of H4 and EAD, can he come back to India meanwhile? Uh, After marriage and after application of H4 and EAD, can he come back to India meanwhile? I don't know where your brother is right now. I'm getting confused. Bargavi can I file I-485 with supplement J and after waiting for six months, can you file I- I-485J with an a new employer Yeah, absolutely, you can. Uh, as long as I-140 is approved, he's fine. Bhargavi, I'm not getting the question. He's an in Indian, what? So he can come here on H-4. I don't know what you're speaking of, H-4 EAD. If you get married to the H-1B person, people can come on H-4. That's how I came. My wife was an H-1B, I came in H-4. Uh, prior to is 2024, my company transferred payroll to a different parent company. They also filed H-1B. Uh, now my date is current. What are my options? RK it, does... The pre, if the previous company is still existing, they even though you are not working for that company, they can still file the four eight five application for you. Though, if the previous company is okay, it's existing, they can still file the four eight five for you. If you want help from us, you can contact the company and we can uh, uh, we can uh, uh, we can work with you. The lawyer is not willing to do it. I don't know these questions. If the Um, does bank statement serve as a proof of residency? Normally USC has never asked for the proof of residency. Are you speaking about 485? Where are they asking the proof of evidence though? That's the main thing that I'm asking. Is it OPT or F1, is it something else? So that part I need to know. OPT, no, a bank statement by itself is not enough. You have to prove that you have a lot of other things. They may ask a lot more other things. I'm not going to just tell you everything right now. A uh, lot other things need to be there. Uh, can my company revoke my perm, approved or in process? Absolutely, they can. Uh, love, uh, H1. Uh, I am an f one over team, H1B got selected in the lottery last week. I'm looking to change employer. I've received offers from the other company. Would, would I be able to change employer quickly before October 1st? No, don't do that. Get the H-1B approval and start changing after October 1st. Otherwise you'll be in trouble. Neha Jain, uh, can EB2 ead holder work in field other than one same with the specialty occupation? Well, I don't know whether EB two you are the main applicant or the secondary applicant. If you are the main applicant, though, uh, and then the, then comes the question: Is it a main job or a secondary job? The main job has to be in the same occupation, though. The secondary job can be a uh, can be a Uber driver, but the main occupation has to be in the same occupation if you are the main applicant. Sri. Uh, uh, uh file uh, i find, i file online receipt notice mcd yeah sometimes the, the sometimes the tracking notice says it's an error uh, that's not a big deal you're still fine uh even if the tracking notice says it's an error uh you're fine uh that happens though can you file for it for j and after 6 months can you file for it yeah can you file for I-485 without 485J supplement? Uh, oh, oh Sorry, uh, AD, you, thank you for correcting. Uh, no, you cannot file without 485J supplement. We do not recommend. It may be considered as fraud. Sorry about that. I missed that uh, without. Can I have my own corporation on I-485 EAD? Absolutely, you can. If I use EB3 EAD, can I still port to EB3? 2485. You can port to EB2485. Absolutely, you can Girija. But if you want to refile the application, then you can cannot. But if you want to port it by following a 485J supplement, you can. Uh, Srikanth, I have H1B visa right now till 2024. I'm waiting for I-140 due this in July. If I marry a BDS graduate, can she work under I one forty? Yeah, I mean, if you're if you have an I one forty approval, she can get a H four EAD and then she can work. But uh, BDS people need to go through a lot of licensing. You have to check about that though. If the person has an EAD, H four EAD, they can still they can work anything they want to. But to work as a dentist here in the United States, you must have a license. No, we did not get about the staffing of the NBC and uh, Texas yet though, Uh, NBC and, and, and Texas Service Center yet, we did not get it.
11: Okay, let me
14: look into,
1: that's a very tough question, prior to date is 2016, I am not going to answer that question to you. Please don't ask me that question whether the prior date is going to move or not. Employer A applied, I-140 is not approved and left the company. Once that is approved, can I join back with that company? Yeah, it still is valid. If it's approved, it still is valid. I have, I'm, I'm getting software related job opportunity, which is not directly. clear. If I take one, will it affect my application, H1B application in future? Um, You have a chance, good chance that the H-1B will be denied. Just because your H-1B is denied doesn't mean that in future your H-1B for physics will be denied. If we have to file with external oil, uh, what company documents are needed for 485? Um, You need 485J supplement. You also need labor and I-140 approval though if you give the labor and i140 approval to a new lawyer they will prepare the 485j supplement for you and then you can give that 485j supplement to uh, your company and the company has to sign the 485j this other person was asking uh, whether we can file without 485j supplement no we have to get the 485j supplement to 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 actually file the 485 Rakesh, if, you, if you're going to have an EAD and own corporation, though, uh, you can have your wife file the 485J supplement. I mean, that can be done. But I was thinking that if it's a secondary thing that you're going to have, if you're going to have that as a main, that is a primary job, though, we do not recommend that you work for your own company. We were able to defend successively. I mean, we have, we have been successful in defending. When you're working for your own corporation, it's very clear the regulations are, but you will pay money to us. And it's not good when you pay the money. If you can avoid us, that's always better. So I wouldn't do that. If we have both EB2 and EB3AOS spending, if my wife uses the EB and got through EB, does it does not invalidate the EB2AOS, uh, and it does not. Uh, thank you guys for coming. The next conference call will be tomorrow. Sorry, i can take all the people. It'll be 11.30 tomorrow.
0: Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites